welcome to our Anchored Daily Podcast. As we prepare our hearts and minds to celebrate the birth of Jesus, we'll be learning from Messianic prophecies, the gospel accounts of Jesus' birth, and the themes of Advent. Sometimes raising kids has turned me into a philosopher. For example, one of my kids was recently in a group with another student who hasn't been showing up to practice their project. They said that the person had recently committed to doing something for the group. We had to talk about how it might be wise to expect that person to not follow through this time because of what they did in the past. And then the tiny philosopher in me came out. What does it really mean to be responsible? How does that affect the people around us? Is it unkind to expect someone to be irresponsible? Anchor Daily family, thank you for taking the time today to sit and wax philosophical a moment about responsibility, prophecy, and covenant as we reflect on Messianic prophecies in Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34, and Hebrews 8, 6 through 13. This is Sarah Landon, Bethel Richland member and parent philosopher. Going through these messianic prophecies has made me ask myself, why would God give us prophecies? What's the point? I think a lot of people are fascinated by prophecies in almost a superstitious way, wanting to have a glimpse into the future, see beyond the veil. But as I reflect on these prophecies about Jesus, it occurs to me that As God provides and then fulfills prophecies, He reveals His faithful character toward His people and builds trust, laying a firm foundation for our faith. Each of these prophecies fulfilled gives us a reason to hold on when we don't see His promises realized in our life yet. Each one gives us evidence of God's ability and desire to follow through and reveal His glory. So today's prophecy comes from Jeremiah, and it kind of centers around the word covenant. Do you know what a covenant is? According to Merriam-Webster, a covenant is a formal, solemn, and binding agreement, like a contract. You've probably heard it in churchy references. And God has made plenty of covenants throughout the Bible. Some have conditions, some don't. In fact, if you were an attorney advising God on the binding agreements he was making, you'd probably steer him away from most of them. You know, like in Genesis, when God makes an unconditional covenant with Abram to make him a great nation, and Abram basically has to do nothing in return. Yeah, it's pretty awesome for Abram. In our passage today, Jeremiah is in the midst of Israel's rebellion. They persecute him and ignore his words as God is revealing this future plan. God shows Jeremiah that things will eventually change. According to the author of Hebrews, even in Old Testament times, God recognized that this first covenant was incomplete. It wasn't enough. What exactly is the first covenant, you ask? It's basically captured in the Old Testament law. It's a conditional covenant where there is blessing and cursing that hinge on the behavior of the Israelites. So the Israelites obey God, they get blessed. They disobey God, they get cursed. 
the author of Hebrews shows us that this new covenant established through Jesus is a better covenant than the first one given to the Israelites. According to verses 10 through 12 in the Hebrews passage, which is a direct quote out of Jeremiah, by the way, God says, I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach each one his neighbor and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. Jeremiah preaches the gospel right there. This text impresses me on so many levels. First, its delivery in the midst of a rebellious people giving hope to Jeremiah. Second, that God would make himself so known to us that he is in our minds, on our hearts, that we would be able to know God in a deeply personal way. Last, that on this side of the cross, we have the privilege to have the evidence of Jesus, God with us, who was the incarnation of these very words, fulfilling this prophecy. And now when we find ourselves under pressure, in the face of suffering, we can see that God is faithful, not just to follow through on something kind of ordinary, but to fulfill something extraordinary and deeply personal. So go today into the world knowing that our covenant maker has made us his people through Jesus, has been merciful toward our iniquities, and remembers our sin no more. We are children of a better covenant because of Jesus and we can trust our faithful Father God. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you drop a like and subscribe so you are always up to date on the latest podcast. And don't forget to go to Bethel.ch to check out all the amazing opportunities here at Bethel Church. Have a great day.